Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth in climbing the standard rank ladder. Uh, it's me, Smarms, uh, hosting or co-hosting with my awesome, amazing uh, card game queen uh, host, Dragon Rider. How you doing? Hello. Hello. I am doing well. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yes, this is the first episode of kind of this whole like month where we will be without cats. Uh, but we wish we wish her a speedy recovery. Hope she's doing well. Um, but yeah, better go. Uh, man, I'm still so tired, Smarms. You and I know we were I talking about say, this just so, before recording. <laughs> we met in person for the first time at BlizzCon, which was amazing, phenomenal, so much fun. Maybe the most exhausting thing that I've done in like four years, uh, personally. So like. Just because, like, that endless, like, weekend and just, like, nonstop meeting super cool people, uh, doing super cool things. Uh, but turns out, like, after a while, your brain is like, ooh, we've super cooled enough for today. Uh, <laughs> this is so much. This is a lot of new information to retain. So um, yes. we were both talking about, like, definitely tired. Yeah. And, definitely and tired. the, like you know, just being on your feet and like so much walking, if you're walking like back and forth into different halls of the convention or like the layout of the convention, they had the arena down at like one end of the building where like the opening ceremony was and the panels were. So like that was the main stage kind of area. And of course the Hearthstone area was at the complete opposite end of the building. So if you wanted to walk... <laughs> back yeah. and forth and it, it wasn't bad at the beginning of the day but after you've done it like a few times it's like oh i don't ever want to walk again uh turns out so <laughs> yeah yeah so like you're walking around this whole time or standing in line for things like the new battlegrounds duos demo like stand there or you're like standing in line to get dev signatures and then you're meeting people and you're standing around talking and like you know there was some seating but it was kind of limited so like and and really like you couldn't sit when you were like in a line to do something so you had to just stand and you're standing on like that concrete floor the whole time and your brain's going yeah. and doing all this stuff and it, then <laughs> by the end of the day you're just like wow I'm tired. And honestly, I, I don't think, like, I felt it a little bit on the second day of the convention, but it wasn't until, huh. okay, well, also, yeah, my husband and I had a 16-hour drive back from, yeah. from BlizzCon, but, like, you know, the whole time I'm, like, driving, right, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was so awesome, I did all these things, and, like, oh, it was so cool meeting all these people, and, like, I'm pumped, and I'm hyped to, like, do content now, I'm like, hell yeah, let's go, like, I've got all these ideas, I'm like, all right, when we get back, like, gonna unpack, say hi to the dogs, I'm gonna do this thing, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna, like, put together my twitter thread with all the pictures and my thoughts, and, like, I'm gonna do this and that, and then pretty much, it was, like, got home, and then, like, said hi to all the dogs and gave them, you know, scratches and all that. And then like sat at my computer and then I was like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm tired. Ooh. And then all day Monday, it was like, I'm still really tired. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it hit me. Yeah. Uh, no, like my drive wasn't anywhere nearly as long as yours was, but like six hours got back like slept 12 hours that night like my dogs were like is she still alive like what's going on um 
but definitely worth it. There's so much cool stuff. Uh, like, you know, um, in case anybody hasn't heard, like the main things for Hearthstone are they're releasing a duos mode in Battlegrounds. And one of the big things for like standard is they're releasing these things called catch up packs. So if you've left it a while and like you're like, I just don't have enough cards to stay competitive, you get these catch up packs. You can get up to 150 cards in one catch up packs, and it's all from the current meta and like currently playable in standard. Um, and I think weighted a little bit towards more what you don't have. And honestly, that's so exciting. Um, I was talking to, yeah. like, my brother is the one that got me into Hearthstone, and I was, uh, but, you know, he's slightly retired a bit from, I don't, you know, obviously it's not retired, but, like, he's used to be very, like, he used to be high legend, which is just so funny, because that's not how I play at all, and yet I'm the one telling you, like, oh, yeah, you should totally do this in Hearthstone, I know what I'm talking about, um, but, <laughs> so he's, like, uh, kind of excited about those because that would give him an opportunity to kind of get back in and get with like um, the type of stuff that he enjoys. So I'm excited about those. Yeah, it was it was kind of interesting um, in terms of like the announcements because I think we had people like even within AFG because uh, with AFG it was you and I, Ron Mexico and Neshi Boston and we all went out and had some pizza after the first night of the convention and we were all talking and it's like, you know, we we had the whole range of like one person was like, mm, I'm a little disappointed, you know, like if you're mainly a standard player, like, and you already keep up, like you didn't really get in the announcement, right? Because <laughs> like the catch up yeah. packs, like don't really do much for you. And then we had the complete opposite of like, I was only expecting cards for the new set. So they announced more than I thought. So like, and then like everything in yeah. between. So, you know, depending on like what you kind of expected them to announce or, or show or say, it was like completely varying opinions on like maybe your, your level of disappointment or excitement. Well, and also like if I was just a only standard and like nobody I knew did Hearthstone kind of thing like I'm not sure I would care about catch-up packs but because like I know so many people like who have used to do it kind of don't like really do it a ton anymore um like I can be excited on their behalf you know what I mean and it's like if you don't have that personal connection I understand being like okay why are you telling us the people who are clearly very dedicated to this uh, about these uh, ketchup packs, which is just the most adorable name, but yes, uh, uh, and I, you know, I I will say too that uh, I do wish that they had maybe done some sort of I I don't know even like a twenty four hour like mass demo that like the public could play for BG duos or or something. I don't know how like viable yeah. that would have been. Um, I know that there were some streamers that they invited that did get to do like multiple hour streams of the duos so that at least like the public could watch those streamers and kind of get a feel for it. Um, I only got uh-huh. to play the demo once, but let me tell you, they did the announcement and I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. You know, but like, all right, we'll see. You know, it's probably just like Battlegrounds, but like with somebody like, okay. And then I played it and I was like, 
oh my gosh, this is so much fun. And it feels so different. Like the the strat- It does feel so different. It does. Like it's it's just enough battlegrounds that you're like, okay, like I kinda know what to do. Like I kinda know, you know, you know, level and buy how to win. <laughs> but it's like way less about like the RNG. Yeah. And much more about like, can you communicate and come up with like a good team plan? Because like the team plan makes such a difference. You can't play it as like super individual. You have to like, um, and it's like adapting based on like what your partner is seeing in shop and everything. And yeah, just yeah. completely agree. Uh, and then it was like, this is so much fun. So my husband and I tried it. And uh, like at first, we were doing pretty well. We were like at the top of the lobby and we were just like dealing uh-huh. a bunch of damage to everybody. It was like, oh man, like this is so cool. Like we're just gonna, we're just gonna like nail this. This is awesome. And then uh-huh. uh, I had found pretty early. So Passenger is a new minion that gets buffed every time that you or your teammate pass something through the portal to each other. And pretty mm-hmm. early on, I found a triple. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was playing Mukla, which also gave me bananas to buff this thing. And my yeah. husband had uh, Floop. So the Floop hero power, uh, you use it on one of your minions on, on Floop's board. And it transforms that at the start of combat into uh, your teammate's highest like largest minion basically yes so basically like we just went all in on like okay i'm gonna create this big huge like early tripled passenger and then you just turn one of your things into that because it'll transform into this big old passenger and so Uh we just had this strategy then it was like okay like pass a banana like back and forth through the portal because we just already had that so we didn't have to buy anything from the shop pass the portal and all that so we're like the early game we just like dominated and then it started to get to the such a good (laughs) yeah it didn't it it didn't last long though it was you know it started to fall off real quick (laughs) well so i got super lucky that i played every single game with gimpy who's uh, a moderator on my channel he also taught me how to play battlegrounds um so it like made it a lot easier because we have very similar play styles because funny enough when you are the one solely responsible for teaching somebody they kind of end up with your style uh so it was like we got really lucky in that um we both like to kind of greed aggressively so like power leveling and everything and that's a viable strategy you keep one person down to get strong kind of like you know your like floop idea like where you just have that one thing that's strong that keeps you alive through the early rounds and then your other person heads up to tier six because like you don't need both people on tier six if one person's finding the stuff. Um, so, you know, like there was definitely some like taking a few games to get the swing of things. I think we got really lucky because we played our game like right after it was announced. So literally nobody knew the rules or had any plans. And that did make it a bit easier uh, for like learning our first game. But, you know, it was it was so funny, too. So, yeah, they announced it during the opening ceremony. And then, you know, during kind of that first part of the day, people could get in line and play like you did. And then later in the afternoon of the first day, they did the Hearthstone What's Next panel and they talked a little bit more in depth. Uh, Hoppa Bear actually had found me in the uh, in the arena. We went and sat 
in the arena to watch that panel and she actually came and found me and so she sat there and they were talking about all these details they're like okay yeah and then you can click on the portal and look at your teammates board and she just turns and looks at me and she goes I didn't know that. And she had already done the demo. It was the exact same thing. (laughs) Like, like, what? She's like, like, you can do it. It was one of our comments at the end. Like, it'd be really nice to be able to see your partner's board. Just, you know, like, because there they had it set up. Your computers were right next to each other. It made it super easy. Obviously, that's not how most people are. And like, unless you're playing with like a significant other or a roommate. Um, so then, yeah, no, there's totally steps to, um, but I think like a lot of us who are used to deck trackers, you hover on the left hand side to see like what they had last. So like, um, I, I know a lot of people were assuming that, but, um, yeah, yeah. so much fun. But yeah, yeah. And Hop is great. She My is. one and only like second place, uh, uh, to in duos came to Hoppa and it's like, that's fair. She is much better at this game than I am. Like, astronomically so. She is so, so good at Battlegrounds. She used to be insanely good at uh, Standard. I mean, same with Slissa as well. But like, yeah, yes. it was uh, it was just super cool to like be there and meet so many people that like, you know, we've known through through this game for, you know, potentially years in some cases. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, it was just... To see the announcement and then be like, okay, well, let's try this out. And then to play it and be like, holy crap, this is so fun. Like, this is so, so fun. I yeah. cannot wait to actually, like, have it in-game and play that more. Because I can definitely see myself playing that a lot. And, yeah, it's it's going to be real interesting with the communication thing. Like, and yes. they, they mentioned, like, the language barriers or this or that. And it's like, okay, well, I hope I can be in a voice call with someone who, like, I understand. You'd have to be. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's so much. But it was really fun. All right. So this is the time of the year when we do our card set review. And um, I'm excited. Uh, maybe it shouldn't have been so close to BlizzCon because I am overly excited about every card, but I'm also overly excited about every card every time we do this. Uh, do you want to explain the rating scale? Yes, yes. So we are using the uh, Coin Concede rating sheet, as we always do. Uh, and we have uh, a one to six scale. So for uh are one that's like just like a really bad card like not gonna see play like at all two is pretty fringe might see some use somewhere um you know maybe here or there or like in one specific deck uh threes are like strong key support maybe in a couple of decks uh four is very strong good in multiple decks uh you know often neutrals end up being in this uh Fives are format defining, you know, things like uh, the Highlander cards or like Prince Renathal uh, creating those uh, 40 health decks, you know, or well, it was 40 health, then went to 35, 40 card decks. You know, that's completely format defining. And then you have the the sixes, which are OPAF, please nerf. Those are like the super strong, like potentially broken cards. 
So that is our rating. And we are going to cover the first um, half, essentially. It might be, you know, card number wise, it might be slightly under half, but we're going to cover six classes in uh, this episode. And then next week, we'll do the other five classes and the neutrals. Oh, so are you ready? Ready to talk about some cards? I am so excited. All right. Well, we're going to start with Death Knight. And we're going to go through each class based on rarity. So we're going to start with the legendaries. Uh, The first one we have is Ma and Pa. It is a four mana with one blood rune, one undead rune. And it's a one attack, eight health, undead. At the end of your turn, gain five corpses. At the start of your turn, spend five corpses to give your hero plus five health. Hmm. I, when I first saw this card, I was like, that's like so nutty. That's so powerful. And then I was like, is it though? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's got a lot of health, but two different rune requirements is a little more steep. And you do have to have that kind of the gaining the corpses and then at the start of the next turn spending them. So the corpses don't go away. Like, you'll still have those. So they're there, but if this dies before the start of your next turn, you don't get that. Um, and it's not like a great body or anything on its own. So I don't know. I'm just going to give it a two and like maybe people will squeeze it into like a deck. So I'm giving this a four. Um, a partially, I'm not going to lie, a little bit from the card art. Um, but also uh, it does like that adding health is such an amazing tactic that can go like above health this is not like healing you this is adding to your health so to me that's always such a strong feature i think you know if you're able to get this out on like a turn four or early game most people aren't going to have an answer to this on board of with like some sort of eight attack um i think that this is strong and particularly because like the excavate um stuff with death knight i'm pretty sure relies on like a rainbow um dk package so like i think that that will see a lot of play in it and if nothing else you're like gaining those five corpses at least almost guaranteed so that's why it's a four for me totally fair totally fair all right well our next legendary is reska the pit boss it's 20 mana it is one uh, frost rune and one unholy rune six attack three health undead with rush and it costs one less for each minion that died this game death rattle take control of a random enemy minion so also just to reiterate it does count all minions that died not just friendly minions so your opponent's minions as well um i am not sure where to rate this honestly because this is a card that's like it feels like it could be meta dependent on how cheaply you can get this out. Mm-hmm. And, de- you know, if you're getting this for very cheap, it likely means that either you and or your opponent have some really like weak stuff, you know, just a bunch of little small like tokeny type things, you know, little one ones, that kind of stuff. And then if this is rushing in and then eventually killing something and you're stealing like a two two or a one one doesn't feel that great right but on the other hand if you can kill off a lot of your own stuff especially with like the dk hero power that kind of thing 
uh, summoning and a those, bunch like, of little stuff. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah like uh, with the on or the um, uh, oh my gosh, the green rune. Wow, my brain just totally like. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, you know. Unholy. Before Unholy. Plagues even came yeah. out, I think I was, like, calling it, like, Plague Room. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Unholy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and, you know, there are a lot of cards with that that, like, can summon the, you know, two two rushers, that kind of thing you could trade in. So maybe you can get this for cheap. But uh, I, I'm not completely sold on it, but I think it's decent. So I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I also gave it a three. I think, it, you know, this isn't going in like a big mega, um, you know, minions because you're just never going to get it cheap enough to justify itself. I do think that Death Rattle can really like, I see a lot of use for this early game um, with like just rush, you know, like, and if you have like just had like a lot of guys die, but like late game, having that take control of an enemy minion, that that sometimes can be so strong and so helpful. So I also gave it a three. All right. Then next up we have our epics. Uh, we have Corpse Farm. It's a three mana spell with one unholy rune. Spend up to eight corpses to summon a random minion of that cost. Seems fun. But I'm not sure how like great it's going to be in competitive decks. Maybe. I don't know. I I feel like at best it's a two, but I just gave it a one. Uh, so I gave it a three. I love summoning random things. I know that's not necessarily uh, Death Knight's like best method, but um, and like it is up to eight, and that is kind of strong. So it's it's really going to be depend on the like how good those minions you summon are and that is not a reliable means of winning so it's a three for me partly because i i think things like that are exciting all righty and um, then our other epic is called harrowing ox it's a seven mana one frost rune seven seven undead and beast with taunt and battle cry, if you've excavated twice, your next card this turn costs seven less. I think this is super cool. And costing seven less with you also getting a 7-7 seven, seven taunt body. And excavating twice isn't like that heavy of a requirement, I think. It seems pretty reasonable. No. Uh, so I'm honestly giving this a four. Okay. <laughs> Um, I gave it a five. I It's like a uh, pivotal piece in one of the decks that I've created for um, this stuff already. I think it's such a fun way to do things. And um, I'm honestly really excited about it. So it's a five for me. All right. Uh, then we get into our rares. First, we have Crop Rotation. It's a three mana, one unholy rune. Summon four one one undead with rush the die at the end of turn. All right, well that works uh, with that uh, Reska the pit boss legendary that we were talking about earlier. Um, I think it's pretty decent, and honestly, even if you're not like just playing it for that, maybe it's not two two rushers, but still 
Rush impacts the board immediately. They are the little one ones, uh, are little gnomes, but they are undead, so you can have like undead synergy. Uh, it just it's only one rune requirement. I think this is actually pretty good, so I gave it a four. Okay, I gave it a three. Probably like it is really good. Don't get me wrong. Like it is the um. In addition to, like, gaining you corpses, it is those, like, little guys with rush. And that way, like, you're not wasting, like, sometimes with the tutus, like, if you've got, like, three health and it's like, okay, I have to hit two of these into here. Um, But um, I think mainly I gave it that because I was rating everything else so high. Like, I do think it is going to be a good card. (laughs) You got to sacrifice rating on some of the cards. It's like I can't rate these all sixes, even though I'm so excited about them. And I also think that I should not deck build before I do these because I'm like, well, I see how it's going to work in this one particular very specific scenario that I have set up for that will hopefully ever pan out. But um, I mean, that's the best way to do card ratings, really. (laughs) It's like best case scenario. Let's go. That's how I rate every card. Best possible and not likely. Um, But yeah, so I think it'll be good and I think it'll be used in a lot of things. All right. Next, we have Pile of Bones. It's a two mana, one frost, one unholy rune, two attack, one health, undead. With death rattle, the next time you excavate, resummon this. Eh. Eh. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. I don't know. I don't like the next time you excavate after this has died, you get a little two one and it has two different runes. No, it's a one. See, I'm excited about this. Um, This is I put this as a four. It will be kind of dependent on like how it works because like I always think getting free extra minions, like, it makes a difference, even if it is just a little guy. Um, And potentially, like, you know, like, you know, having them out and just, like, you're already getting treasures with excavating. I think that this is, for the cost and continued, like, getting something out of it, it's a four for me. That's true. I guess, like, it would resummon it. And that resummoned one would also have the death rattle. So like resummon, yeah, yeah, it's gonna so, be endless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess like it. De- it depends for me on like how many times you excavate and reget it, but we'll see. All right, our last rare card is Skeleton Crew. It's a four mana, one frost rune, three three undead. Uh, battle cry: excavate a treasure. It costs zero. Uh, so normally I think, you know, things costing zero, pretty dang good. Again, this is an undead, so there's potential synergies. You're using it to excavate. Um, I don't necessarily think that this card on its own is, like, the very strong card. I think it's just, like, a strong and, like, you want it for the, like, support of excavating. But I don't think you... Like, normally you wouldn't want to pay four mana for a 3-3, right? So you're really doing it to support that excavate. So I'm giving it a three. Okay. I give it a four. Um, I think, like, there's a lot of the positives that you talked about. I do think, like, um, it is giving you that free treasure 
comboed with it does like have a body on board and so it seems pretty decent to me maybe it is maybe it is i mean getting those like potions for free you know (laughs) was really good so i don't know makes a difference over time Yeah. yeah All right, then our commons will go through real quick here. We have Farmhand. It's a three mana, two unholy rune, four attack, three health, also an undead. Battle cry, discover an undead. Quick draw, it costs two less. For standard, meh. Maybe this is like super good in arena or something, but I I don't know. I I'm not a fan. So it's a one. Uh I gave it a three. But it is also my favorite card. Uh, so, or close to my favorite card. It is ridiculous and hilarious. Um, it is literally just a hand dressed in overalls. And that is funny as heck. Um, so, <laughs> it is. It is. It is fantastic art. <laughs> All right. Uh, our next one is Fistful of Corpses. It's a one mana spell with one blood rune, one unholy rune. Deal damage to a minion equal to your corpses. Uh, I think this is very strong. I think this is a four. It's a one mana removal that does not use your corpses. Because, you know, a lot of the other cards are like consume corpses, you know. But this does not. You just get to keep all those corpses. And it's only one mana. Yeah, it's one blood, one unholy. But that's like what the, the plague deck that people are like, you know, putting a bunch of plagues in your opponent's deck. And also, if Highlander decks are popular, I expect the, like, plague deck to be very popular. And getting a one-mana removal equal to corpses seems pretty darn good. Yeah, um, this is, I think, really great, mainly for the reasons you mentioned. It is such a cheap removal, considering, like, even the chillest uh death knight decks can generate just a ton of corpses so i give it a four as well all right and our last death knight card is reap what you sow it's a three mana spell with one frost rune deal three damage excavate a treasure uh i give this a three i think it's pretty solid um dealing three damage for three mana seems pretty decent it's only one rune requirement and you get to excavate um, this might even be better than that. Like it might even be a four that probably gets used in multiple decks. Um, but yeah, this just seems like really solid. Yeah. So I also gave it a three. I think it's nice that it's not like deal damage to a minion. And um, I'm excited for excavating. So yeah, I gave it a three. All right. You ready for Demon Hunter? Let's do it. All right. So first off with our uh, legendaries, we have Gunslinger Kurtris. Uh, he's a five mana, four, six. Battlecry, if your deck has no duplicates, fire six random two damage shot uh, at minions in the enemy's hand. Um, so this will not trigger any card effects or death rattles. I gave this a four. For, I'm not sure it's actually that good. I think it is so funny, and I think you will have people rage quitting until you win that way. That's totally fair. I'm sure there's going to be some hilarious like stream moments where uh, this does something. Uh, I gave it a three. It, it seems like okay. 
Um, but you do have to run, you know, like a Highlander deck, no duplicates. And I don't know, again, like depending on the meta and depending on what's going on, this will probably get either better or worse. Um, you know, if you're really trying to target like a combo style deck that really they're only relying on like one or two minions and you kind of know that they're going to have it in their hand. Um, maybe like Rainbow Mage or something, for example, right? Where you're trying to hit like their spell damage stuff. Um, maybe it's better in those cases. But other than that, eh, I don't know if Demon Hunter wants to run a singleton deck to get that effect one time. So I think it's okay. okay. All right. So our next card is Snake Eyes. It's a three mana, two, three. Battlecry, roll two dice, then discover two cards of those costs. Uh, doubles gets an extra discover. So like if you roll a one, you get a one mana um, spell in hand that discovers a one cost card. I give this a three. It seems expensive over time, even though I love the mechanic. Yeah, I I also agree. Like, I gave it a three. It seems super cool. Um, I don't know. I think this is one, like, for me, I really want to actually, like, see how it is in play and, like, get a feel for mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, because it, it just, it feels like a heavy process, right? Because <laughs> you got yes. to play this for the battle cry. Then you discover, okay, then you get those cards into your hand. Then you got to play those cards for some mana to discover something else. Then you have to play the other thing that you discovered. And it's kind of like, that just feels like a lot of steps, a lot of mana you have to spend to like get to your kind of end result. So seems really fun, but I don't know. Maybe it's not as great. But it is a naga um, the, that gives you spells. So I was about to mention yeah. <laughs> the fact that it's a naga and Demon Hunter has gone hard in the paint about nagas. True. All right. Moving on, we've got our Bartendo bot. It is a two mana, three one. Battle cry, draw an outcast card and slide it to the left side of your hand. I give this a four. This is cheap. It has a body and it it's both specifically drawing an outcast cards and you're getting the guaranteed like effect of that card because it's all the way on the left and like nothing's going to take that position. I think that's so strong with um, how much different stuff like really benefits from being outcast in Demon Hunter. Literally have nothing else to add. I completely agree with you. I also gave it a four for all those same reasons. Okay. And also that is the first of our epics. Our next epic is... Uh, Blind Eye Sharpshooter. It's a three mana, and it's after you play a Naga, deal two damage to a random enemy and draw a spell. I gave this a three. Like, you're not... It does have that five health, so it might stick around a bit. Um, And it is a Naga itself. Like, I think there's... Obviously, if you're running Naga, this is going to be one of the ones that you want because... um, you get some benefits, but it's just not, I worry about how many Naga you're going to be able to play out and therefore like how many of these effects you're going to have. So I give it a three. Yeah, I, I gave it a two. I mean, it, it, it is a one five, right? And it does switch. So, uh, you play, 
Anaga, deal two damage randomly, and draw a spell. Then it'll switch to after you play a spell, deal two damage to a random enemy, and then draw a Naga. Um, but I... Maybe it'll be like a support in that deck specifically, and the five health could actually be very beneficial. You know what? Fine. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this a three. I'm gonna make it a three. So <laughs> I talked to myself. We love a mid game change. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but like, I don't know. It's it's gonna be really interesting because I don't know if there's enough at least right now to kind of make this the same as like the Naga Mage. Right? The like you played and alternated and, and stuff. So I don't know. But dealing two and drawing something specific does seem really good. So am I going to talk myself up again to a four? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to move on before this ends up being a six. <laughs> okay. You know, I'll, I'll keep it at a three, but maybe it's a four. All right. There you go. Okay. So our rares, our first one is a. Um, Fan the hammer. It's a four mana spell. It's deal six damage split among the lowest health enemies. I gave this a two. It is very expensive for, and like, I am glad that it does like split amongst like the lowest health and that is enemies. So if like, this is, this could just be six damage directly to face, but like considering you're not picking exactly, it's just the lowest health, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not seeing the potential that I gave it a two. I also gave it a two. I mean, kind of the same things. Like, yeah, it's it's great that it's kind of specifically targeting, but also it's split. So is that going to work how you really want it to most of the time for four mana? I'm not convinced. Uh, so our next uh, rare is a three mana spell. Load the chamber. Deal two damage. Your next Naga Fell spell and weapon cost one less. I gave this a three. I know this should be a two. I love how the like cost reduction is split amongst a wide variety of things. I think that's fun. I I also gave it a three. And I'm not exactly sure, but the way that I'm reading this is that each one of those things costs one less. So like Yes. So So it's three less total. Yeah. Which that to me, I, I originally agreed and I was like, I put it at a two, but then I bumped it up to a three because I'm like, okay, but you're dealing damage where you want. It's a fell spell and it's just a spell, but you're also discounting your other stuff. So like, I think this is going to be really good in that like Naga, you know, DH deck. Okay. um, You're right. And I could see that it's one of those ones where it's like, I hope it's good, but I've been excited by these like scattershot things before and they're not as helpful as one would hope. Um, So our next or in our last rare is a two mana uh, parched desperado. It's a uh, three, two battle cry. If you've cast a spell while holding this, give your hero plus three attack this turn. I gave this a three. It adds a body and board and addition like um, hero attack. And it is also a Naga. I think it's good. I think it's kind of cheap. And um, I think it'd be a good addition to the Naga. Yeah, I gave it a four. This is a really solid card. Good stats. Um, You know, you're getting something very specific. And like I said, it's a Naga, so it works with that. So it's got a lot of, um, like, very good things going for it. 
Um, so into our commons, we've got Midnight Wolf. It is a six mana, six, six. Rush and it's Outcast summon a copy of this. I gave this a four. I know it's not a Naga, but however, like having two six sixes with Rush, considering like how it's decently easy to get um, things into an Outcast position, I think like that's really strong in my book. I gave it a three. I think it's pretty solid. And yeah, if there's some like Outcast deck, I mean, especially with that, uh, that uh bartendo bot right the like draws an outcast card puts it automatically to the left um you know and then you get you're paying six mana for two six six rushers is is pretty decent um again these these are always like is it gonna be good is it not gonna be good is the requirement like too much so i just kind of landed in like it'll be okay but not like super strong okay so next up, we have Oasis Outlaws. This is a one-mana spell. Discover a Naga. If you've played a Naga while holding this, reduced its cost by one. I would say that this is a three. This is clearly a great addition to the Naga package, making it like a little bit cheaper. Like So this spell becomes essentially like zero. I think that this, this is good. This is fine. I gave this a four because I think that this is going to be not only a huge support for uh, the Naga like spell Demon Hunter itself, but even just getting this and playing it for one mana to discover a Naga seems pretty decent on its own, like in, in other decks, right? If you just like end up discovering this or, or something, it's still a really strong card. Um, so I give it a four. All right. So in our last Demon Hunter card is a two mana spell, Pocket Sand, Deal three damage, quick draw, your opponent's next card costs one more. I gave this a three. This is damage. It seems fine. It's not doing anything with like any particular group, but it it does work. So Um Yeah, I gave this one a two. Um maybe it's a three. I'm not sure. Like dealing three damage and you do get to direct it where you want is good um i'm really not sure on like the quick draw because the quick draw seems cool but also it is super reliant on like you drawing it that turn to get that benefit so it's like do you have to just wait until you draw it do you build your deck in a way where you have a lot of extra draw um i feel like right now this probably only ends up in that like naga spell deck especially since it's also mm. not a fell spell so I don't really know how much fell synergy there is right now, but I feel like that's still an impactful thing. Um, so for now, it's just like a two. I think it will be like in that deck pretty much only. Okay. All right. Are you ready for some dragons? I know you're going to be so I'm excited about these. I'm so excited for Dragon Druid. All right, so yeah, let, let's talk about Druid. Uh, we're going to start with the legendaries. So the first we have is Phi the Setting Sun. It's a nine mana, four, 12 dragon with Rush, Lifesteal, and Taunt. And it costs one less for each dragon you've summoned this game. All right, I am calling it right now. This is a six. Not oh. just because I love it so much, because I really, really do. I love, like, everything about this freaking card. <laughs> but 
But yeah. I think that there's going to be enough that you could actually get this pretty cheap. And a like somewhere between zero and three mana, four, 12 rushing lifesteal thing. Uh, That's going to be really nutty. I have a feeling it's it's potentially going to get changed. Probably the stats on it get changed. Maybe they could bump it up to like 10 mana, but I would say maybe it goes down to like three, maybe like a 310 or something. But that okay. that's like my prediction, like if it gets nerfed, but I- I'm saying yeah. it's a six. All right. I gave it a five. It does seem just incredibly strong. It's clearly something that you're going to want in your deck and it's pretty. Not only do we want this in our deck, but I want this as a tattoo on my body. This artwork <laughs> is so beautiful. I love this so much. <laughs> I fully support that. That's amazing. All right. And our other legendary is Raystraza, an eight mana, eight, eight dragon. Battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, summon the purified dragon nest. And the purified dragon nest is... Uh, just a like no costed thing that will just take up a spot on your board, kind of like uh, a dormant minion or like a location would. And it says, at the start of your turn, discover a dragon. It costs four less. Yeah, this is pretty sweet. I am giving this a four. If this didn't require the no duplicates, it would be like even higher of a rating, uh, I think. But I'm going to go because it's the no duplicates. I think it's a four. But this still seems like really good. Discovering a dragon and discounts. My gosh. Every time that we get these discount things, it's like, all right, like how strong is this going to be? I can't believe it discounts it for four. I did end up giving this a four. You're right. Because like the no duplicates is kind of like a hard thing. But that seems... Very good and very strong. All right. Getting into our epics, uh, we have a dragon golem. It's seven mana for a three, four dragon with taunt and battle cry. Summon a copy of this for each dragon in your hand. Um, So I am actually giving this a three. It is like just for one. If you don't have any dragons in your hand, seven mana for a three, four taunt is like, way way overpriced right that just like feels awful you don't want to do that uh but ideally you're gonna get three plus like at least three right i would say three minimum probably feels okay um and this is gonna help if you are looking to discount that phi the setting sun right um because if this summons like four you're automatically discounting that legendary from nine all the way to five which is a single card here and that seems pretty sweet. And they all have taunts. So I definitely think that there's maybe some comparable cards that we've already had that kind of do something similar. And they've seen like some play and been okay. And I think especially if you're running a Highlander version, one, like, cool. It, it just seems like a solid three. Uh, so I gave it a four just because like, Obviously, this is going in a very dragon-heavy deck, so I imagine you'll have at least, like, one or two more dragons in your hand, so that seems where it really shines. And I think, like, you know, with the taunt, it can protect certain things, so I like it. All right, and then our other epic is Dragon Tales. Love the play on the... uh... (laughs) It's a name reference. Uh, It's a two-mana spell. It's a choose one. Get two random dragons that cost five or less. 
or get two that cost more than five. Uh, so again, this is kind of working with the, you know, dragons and having dragons in your hand. So like the card we just talked about, that golem, this is putting two dragons into your hand to give you maybe more taunts. Uh, there's a couple cards still that require like having dragons. Um, so this can definitely help you just get some dragons. Um, I originally had this as a three, but I really like it. Actually, I think it's flexible enough with you getting to choose that depending on the matchup or depending on when you get this, like to actually play this in the game, you might need cheaper dragons or you might need more expensive ones or something. So I'm giving this a four. I also gave it a four. I think that ability to choose whether you want the more expensive ones, depending, like it really allows you some flexibility in your game, depending on like what kind of deck you're going against. And so I also agree. It's a four. All right, getting into rares, we have Cactus Construct. It's a one mana nature spell. Discover a two cost minion, summon a one two copy of it. Eh, I don't really like this, honestly. Like, maybe it can find a place. Like, maybe it's kind of fringy and should be a two, but I don't like it. So I gave it a one. So I gave it a two. Um, just because like discover sometimes does work out great. Like this would be an amazing card if it was discover a two cost dragon or anything or like had any more specific, but I honestly don't see what the plan is here. So, um, you know, it's sure it's something. So yeah, it's just a two for me. All right. Then next we have desert nest matron. It's a four mana, three, five dragon with taunt and battle cry. If you're holding a dragon, refresh four mana crystals. Yes, please. I am giving this a five. This card is sweet. Like you're getting a body. It's a dragon. You're refreshing the mana crystals. Like you basically get to play this thing for free if you have a dragon in your hand. Um, Yeah, that seems super cool. I love this. Uh, yeah, I also gave it a five. Like, that is essentially refilling your hand, and most likely you're going to have a dragon in your hand. That is amazing. That is so strong. Then next we have Splish, Splish Splash Whelp. <laughs> Great name. It's a little, a little whelp playing in the water. Uh, it's a two mana, two one dragon. Battle cry. If you're holding a dragon, gain an empty mana crystal. Um, so. Normally, I probably wouldn't rate this as high, but honestly, I'm giving this a four. Like, I think we've seen similar stuff that's just like battle cry, gain an empty mana crystal, but that was like a four mana thing. Yeah, you have the restriction of having to be holding a dragon to get that, but this is also a dragon that works with these synergies if you're holding another dragon, or you could just keep this in your hand as a dragon for your other cards. Like, I don't know. It just, it seems very very solid uh so i gave it a four i also gave it a four um like the likely you can run two of these in your deck like obviously unless you're doing a highlander deck um it seems very good and like the likelihood that you're going to be able to get it and uh you know get some value out of it i think is pretty decent so it's a four all right, next we have our commons. Uh, the first is Rehydrate. It's a two mana nature spell. Restore seven health. Quick draw, refresh two mana crystals. 
Um, this one's like okay to me. I think it's probably gonna see play somewhere, but I'm not sure if like every single Druid deck is gonna play it or not. Maybe I don't know. It's I just put it as a two. Like it seems like okay. I don't know. To me, um, I gave it a four, considering like it's it's cheap, so that quick draw isn't necessarily gonna be hard to like figure out. Um, the restore seven health, like that's that's a decent amount of health for like just two mana. So I give it a four. All right. Next we have Spine Tail Drake. It's a four mana, five four dragon. Battlecry, if you're holding a dragon, deal five damage to an enemy minion. Uh, so I think this is a really, really great card again as well, like five, four for four mana and you're getting to deal some damage is fantastic. Uh, I'm giving it a four. It probably would be like a six if you could deal that five damage anywhere you wanted. Like if you could send (laughs) that five damage face, like, whew, but you do still get to target the damage and it's not just like a random enemy minion. So that does make it quite a bit better. Uh, I also gave it a four. I do think you're right, like about the targeting, and it seems like you're you probably want to run this in your dragon deck. All right, and then the last one we have for Druid is Take to the Skies. It's a three mana spell. Uh, draw two dragons, give them plus one plus one. Um, I'm also giving this one a four. Maybe it's not a four, but I just freaking love all the dragons. <laughs> But again, this is like specifically drawing two things. You're buffing them. And in a deck that's relying with a lot of these cards on having those dragons in your hand, being able to draw two of those specifically seems fantastic. So I actually gave this a five. I think targeted draw is so strong. Um, You know, and like this is drawing two cards and you're drawing exactly what you want. This seems bonkers strong to me so that's why i gave it a five you ready for hunter let's do it all right so with our legendaries our first one is spur fang a five mana two five battle cry and death rattle summon a random beast with cost equal to this minion's attack i'm giving this a four i love when things have both battle cry and death rattle and um like you know you can you can either buff this earlier or like buff this on board and do something. But even if not, it's a five mana that's getting two extra two twos. Um, So I think that's pretty decent. I gave it a, I gave it a three. Um, I do think it's, it's decently solid. Um, There, there are some ways you could probably end up getting to like buff this. uh, So maybe it becomes a little better. But I do think you need to play this and some other buff things or buff it while it's on the board to get, like, the better value. Maybe you don't need it, but I don't know. I'm just going to call it a three. So our next legendary is Feldurin, the Lost. It's a four mana, three, four. Battlecry, if your deck contains no duplicates, gain immune this turn and attack all enemies. I gave this a three, like... He's going to have to be really buffed for me to be excited about having to have no duplicates. This seems, I don't know, like a lot of effort for 
meh reward? Yeah. Completely agreed. <laughs> he also gave it a yeah. three. And yeah, it's like maybe I don't know. This this feels very similar to uh the Demon Hunter card from was it last expansion that everybody was like, oh my gosh, like you're getting some attack and immune, and it attacks all the things, and everyone was like losing their minds about that card, and it like barely got used in like competitive decks and like maybe sometimes you'd like discover it and you're like all right this is fine i guess but like having to put this in your deck and having that restriction of no duplicates is like eh? do i want that i don't feel yeah. like i want that so you know what no yeah it's a two you know what it's it's a two it's not even a three <laughs> i love that all right so moving on into our epics we've got uh Saddle up, which is a three mana spell. Give your minions death rattle, summon a random beast that costs three or less. I gave this a three. I always think it's nice when you can get like um, that death rattle going and getting more stuff on the board, but it's not controlled. It's not planned. Um, it'll be good in some things, but it's not going to be like crazy. I just gave this one a two. Um, like it's okay, but I don't know if you really want to be spending mana to give something a death rattle. So for that, like, like you said, the, just kind of a random thing. Um, maybe if there's some sort of like combo with getting to duplicate death rattles or, um, like getting some sort of duplicate type effect on whatever also gets summoned, you know, some combo like that, maybe it's better, but just on its own, I'm not super impressed. Okay. So our last epic is a four mana spell. I mean, four mana weapon. It's um, got two attack and three durability. And it's after your hero attacks, get an arcane shot. I gave this a four because I know like arcane hunter is doing well. I have not run into a ton of them. So, like, I imagine that if you want to continue that, this is going to be great. And if not, this is whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably fair. And probably the reason why I just went for three and not, like, it's not too strong, but it's not, like, super weak, right? It's it's probably going to fit into a deck here or there. Definitely, like, an arcane-style deck. Um, but I'm not sure if this weapon is, like, quite as great as... You know, maybe some of the ones that like got discounted by secrets or, you know, it doesn't have very high of attack. Um, yes, you're getting some extra damage, but it's kind of over multiple turns as well. So it's like, eh, I don't know. It just falls kind of right in the middle for me. Okay. So next up, we've got moving into our rares. We've got Bovine Skeleton. This is a three mana, three, three. Death Rattle, if this has four or more attack, summon a bovine skeleton. I think this is nice. It's a three. It's, you know, like you definitely have to make have a plan to make this work, but it's nice that it summons another one. It, it's also an undead beast. Yeah, this one, this one's not bad. Um, I'm only giving it a two, though. I feel like this is it's a card that you put into this kind of like buffing or maybe like 
maybe it's a beast as well, like beast buffing style deck, but I don't think it really goes into anything else. So it feels a little fringy, like it's kind of just going in that deck. And it's not even like a main support for that deck, right? Like you're not going, oh my gosh, I want to play all these buffs like just for this one card. <laughs> like there's yeah. other cards that also benefit from the buffing and stuff like that legendary we talked about right at the beginning, right? The um, So... I don't know. It, it just feels like a two to me. Okay. So next up in our rares, we've got Camouflage Mount. This is a four mana spell. Give a minion plus three plus three and a random bonus effect. When it dies, summon a chameleon. And the chameleon also will have the bonus effect. Um, so these are like any of the uh, keywords. So taunt, um, divine shield, wind fury, all those ones, right? Um, and I gave this a three. I think it's a good buff. It is kind of expensive, but you also then do get that chameleon. Um, I don't think that this is going to rock anybody's world, but I think it's kind of nice. Yep. I completely agree. And why I landed on a three for it. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe it's fine, but it's not like so OP that, uh, it's, you know, you're not building decks around it, right? You're just kind of adding it to something and yeah, it's there. <laughs> All right. So our last rare is 10 gallon hat. This is a two mana spell. It is draw a minion, give it plus one, plus one and death rattle, get a 10 gallon hat. Honestly, this is not the strongest, but I love those endlessly like resummoning things and the 10 gallon hat concept is so funny to me so i gave this a three i actually went uh for a four on this one i think this is the card that makes those other beasts and stuff like work this is the card okay. that you're you're building kind of the deck around right like you're wanting these beasts you're wanting these things like the bovine skeleton that if it you know you need to give it plus one more attack to summon another bovine and that's Burfang, the the legendary that like you want to get higher, you know, costing minions. This is the card that makes that happen. So I think out of everything, like this this to me is the one that that makes it work. So this is a four. Okay. So now moving on to our commons, we've got Messenger Buzzard. This is a two mana one two death rattle. Draw a beast give minions in your hand plus one plus one i think that this is a four like it feels kind of weird to give something this small um that high of a rating but like it's really having a lot of positive effects based on like the other things that you want to do so i think this is a solid card um for this one i gave uh, a three yeah it seems it seems solid but again like i said like drawing something specific um i love the fact that it's just giving all minions in your hand plus one plus one no matter if it's a beast or not like to me that's what makes this card so much better um so i don't know i i'm not like super thrilled that it's a death rattle i personally would like this more as a battle cry right like but at least you still get the beast first and then you get the buff. So like you're getting that extra card in your hand before the buff goes off. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So next up, we've got our Silver Serpent. This is a three mana, two, three. Rush Poisonous, a quick draw, gain immune this turn. I like this a lot. This is also a four. I think this is fun. Like Rush and Poisonous always, like that combo feels good. Um, that way, like you're being able to like kill the thing that you want to kill this turn. Um, and having that quick draw effect would also be massively beneficial. So yeah, it's a four for me. I just gave it a two. Um, maybe the rush and the poisonous is actually like super, super good. Um, so maybe that's a thing, but I don't know. It just feels like it's missing something. I don't know what, like, I can't put my finger on it. I don't know if it's just that, like, maybe it feels like it costs too much or that it's just super weak and you're like, well, cool, you get to play this. You put it in your deck and you get to, like, play it once and then it dies. And that's kind of a bummer. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so our last hunter card is a one mana spell, Sneaky Snakes. Summon two one one snakes with stealth. I'm not sure I understand the point of this card, so I just gave it a two. Like, I know you'd be able to buff it, but, like, it just doesn't seem exciting enough on its own. They're sneaky. They're sneaky snakes. I don't know. I also gave it a two. <laughs> like, okay. Like, okay. you know, sure. It's there. Yeah. All right. All right. Mage? Exciting. Ready? Absolutely. All right, legendary number one, Mezzadune the Fractured. It's a six mana, six, five elemental with Battlecry. Draw an elemental, split it into two halves. So uh, they did kind of like definitely showcase this. Uh, so only the cost and stats are halved, but any effects on the card remain as is for both halves. So the example that they showed was Ragnaros. All right, Ragnaros the Fire Lord. You draw it and it becomes two Ragnaroses that are both four mana four fours, but they both still deal the eight damage to a random enemy at the end of the turn, right? It doesn't split that. Uh, so that does seem like it can be a very powerful effect. My problem is this is in mage <laughs> and like ugh, give me this in shaman and then we might be talking you know but like i don't know like elementals in mage have never quite been there so i gave it a three so i gave this a four thinking that like this is not for elemental mage that's not where this really shines this shines when you have one other elemental in your deck and you want that very specific effect. Uh, because to me, this is too random otherwise. Yeah. Um, but I still think it's really good. That's probably true. I guess I'm still just like, I'm kind of missing like what elemental you would want to get from it. I mean, obviously like the Ragnaros example is like super cool. But like, is that what you're doing? I'm not sure. So like, I don't know. Uh, then our other legendary, I don't know, I don't, why, why they got to do this with the names? 
Uh, Talithin is how I'm going to say this. Talithin, yeah. Blood Watcher, a four mana, two five. Cards that didn't start in your deck cost four less, but not less than one. Um, so obviously this is, you know, kind of like an aura effect, right? You have to play this. It has to be on the board for you to then get that discount. It's like, not just, you don't just get this discount for having the card in your deck (laughs) or in your hand. Yeah. Um, maybe. Okay. But also I feel like if you're building a deck that has these cards that didn't start in your deck, and then you have to have this on the board to get that discount, Feels a little fringy to me. So that says two. I also gave it a two. I If this was a battle cry, this would be a different case. But no, it's it's a two for me. All right. Uh, getting into our epics, we have Azerite Vein. It's a three mana secret. Uh, when the enemy plays a card on the turn that it entered their hand, Get a copy that costs zero. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I feel like I don't quite understand this in terms of like, this just feels like a really weird secret, right? Like, you're really relying on hitting something that's good. I, I mean, I guess unless you're just trying for the whole like, cards that didn't start in the deck thing. And then like, sure. But it feels really easy for the opponent to play around it. And you're also relying on them playing like really good cards the same turn that it came into their hand. And again, that is also something that's like super meta dependent. You're really relying on like a bit too many situational things to kind of come together. Um, Maybe this just works as like a secret that kind of just like stays on your board and you play in like secret mage and you get minions that get benefits and stuff when you have a secret. (laughs) but like I don't know so it just feels like a two for me I give it a three solely because like getting a copy that costs zero that seems kind of impressive but really you're right it's like a secret that's very sticky which is not typically what you want out of secrets so I gave it a three but a questionable three (laughs) yeah I like it All right, well, let's talk about our other epic, though, Uh, Reliquary Researcher. It's a four mana, three, five. Battle cry, if you've excavated twice, cast two random mage secrets. Now, this one, I think, is very solid. Again, very much like the Death Knight one, right, that we talked about. That's like, hey, you get this big body, you get this other benefit if you've excavated twice. Casting two random secrets, it's not, they don't go to your hand. And yeah, they are they are random. You don't get to discover and, and pick which one you want, but you just automatically get two mage secrets, which are the most expensive secrets out of all the classes, uh, just like set up for you. And this body yeah. seems pretty solid. Um, so I actually like this one a decent bit. I gave it a four. Okay, I gave it a three just because like, Honestly, like the random effect, I but I could see it being a four. The secrets are pretty decent, like, but not really playing into a specific game plan. So, like, I was on the fence. So, three or four, maybe four. <laughs> totally maybe fair. Three. Totally fair. All right. Getting into the commons, we have Blast Mage Miner. It's a six mana four four. 
Battle cry, excavate a treasure. For each card in your hand, deal one damage to a random enemy. Uh, so that treasure will go into your hand first, which adds that one additional card, and then the damage happens. So, um, uh, okay. Like, it's a little expensive. You are dealing some damage, and it does say random enemy, so it can go face. Um, but I'm still just going to give this a three. I'm also giving this a three. It just seems like in less, you know, if this was something where you're constantly getting so many cards into your hand, but like that's never been my experience. You're going to have to plan this for the right turn. I don't know. I just, I think it's a three. All right. Next we have Heat Wave. It's a two mana fire spell. Deal two damage to an enemy minion and its neighbors. Quick draw to all enemies instead. Uh, so if you quick draw this, it will hit their face and not just minions. Um, and it'll hit all of their minions and their face. Uh, but honestly, on its own, like two damage to deal or two mana to deal potentially six damage. And it's a fire spell. Like that seems pretty solid. And the quick draw is a potential upside. I'm giving it a three, but like I, I think it's actually a pretty decent card. Yeah, so I gave it a four. Um, it's it's one of those ones where it's like frustrating that it doesn't have like tradable like some of the other quick draws because that would be phenomenal then. But you're right, like you aren't always seeing like just like a completely full board. And so being able to do that damage seems like a good idea. Um, yeah, it's a four. Okay, you know what? Actually, it's, I bumped it up to a four. It's a four. Like, just thinking, yeah. like, you can also add spell damage to that and deal even more. Like, that mm -hmm. That seems that seems very, very that good. That with spell damage is yeah. very good. Yeah. And, like, we still already have, like, Rainbow Mage and stuff. This just, like, I think slots right into that. Like, I think it can fit into multiple mage decks. So, yeah, yeah. I'm bumping it to a four. Okay, let's get to our other rare, last rare, Stargazing. It's a two mana arcane spell. Draw a different arcane spell. If you play it this turn, it casts twice. Um, I'm giving this, I, I think a three, like it seems, it seems solid. Um, again, we're kind of still in that, like drawing something very specific, right? Um, and it's a different one. So it's not going to draw like your second copy of Stargazing if this is your first one, which that's decently nice. Um, I'm not sure how often you may get to, like, you probably have to set it up. But if you set it up, you could probably get to play play something and then it casts twice. But also, I know that there's some arcane spells that, like, maybe you don't want it casting twice. Like, if it's going to draw yeah. you cards or do something, like, maybe you don't want that. So, I don't know. That's, that's why it's like, I'm just giving it a three. I don't think it's necessarily better than that. So I gave it a four just because it's either targeted draw or you get to like double stuff. And so like I think it's a combo of different nice things that really like benefit you um, with what Mage is doing. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. Then our commons. We have uh, Cryo Preservation. It's a two mana frost spell. Freeze an enemy. Excavate a treasure. Okay. Seems decently solid. 
Uh, I'm giving it a three, but honestly, like, it might be a four. Depends. Um, but again, this is like a cheap spell. It can freeze your opponent's face. So maybe if there's somebody like a, you know, a weapon type class or a class that has a hero power that can give them attack, you could do that. And you're getting to excavate. And it has that frost tag. You know what? It's a f- I'm just I'm just making it a four. Like talk myself into this say, while I'm expl- I'm like this has I, I so gave many it, things. <laughs> I gave it a four because of how solid it is. It's not terribly exciting, but it's really good, and it is so solid that it deserves that like extra special. Um, yeah, the four of this is just a really good, decent card. It's as solid as your opponent's frozen character. Uh, nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. I hope nobody uh, stopped the podcast after that. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we have Overflow Surger. It's a four mana, three, two elemental. Battle cry. Summon a copy of this for each turn in a row you've played an elemental. Uh, okay. So... The thing there's there's a couple of these elementals. I think one in the mage and then one in the shaman or something. But it's like you have to play the elementals consecutively and then play this still consecutively after all those. So you can't just like play three elementals in a row, skip a turn, and then play this. Like it will reset after you've skipped that turn. So to me, that makes it like a little bit more not great maybe a lot a bit more not great <laughs> so and again i'm not a huge fan of like the elementals and mage i feel like they they haven't quite been there um so maybe this is like a setup card for future sets or something but right now to me it's a two i gave it a two as well this is something that's hard to pull off like it doesn't have any flexibility and the only benefit like this card is not good without that benefit so it's a two for me all right and our last mage card is sunset volley it's a 10 mana fire spell deal 10 random or 10 damage randomly split among all enemies summon a random 10 cost minion all right this is super expensive you get some benefit but it's Super expensive. Uh, so I have a feeling that this is not a card that many decks are going to want to like put in their deck as like one of their 30 cards. But, like maybe this is something that sometimes you pick off discover, but I don't think you're putting it in the deck. So to me, this is just like maybe a two. Maybe it's even a one. Okay. So I love very expensive things and effects and i know they're not always good so i went ahead and gave this a four i think like that 10 damage comboed with like the uh 10 cost minion that seems fun is it ever going to be run no i am not under like this is not a quality four. this is a ooh fun shiny thing for so uh with that that's mage let's move on to paladin So our first Paladin uh, Legendary is Spirit of the Badlands. It's a 3-mana, 3-4. Battlecry, if your deck has no duplicates, get a permanent Mirage. And the Mirage is, at the start of your turn, transform... um, 
into a copy of a minion in your deck. Uh, this stays in your hand. This is a five, but that is specifically because I've built a deck around this and it becomes super strong when you are able to like, if I'm able to make it work. But also it probably is actually a two because the likelihood of it working really well is not very high. Yeah, so I gave it a four because it, it has the like no duplicate thing, but I agree, this like, this seems so cool. Um, just like really fantastic. Uh, also, I don't know. Can like, do you want to say why you're building these decks? Yes, I get to for the first time ever do theory crafting, and like the um, so I get to play uh, on Thursday with all the cool kids, and I am so beyond excited and so like I have been making so many decks because I imagine I will be doing nothing but playing all day um yeah I'm very very excited I cannot believe I get to do this it is yes. um beyond like my wildest dreams so I love it yes um, and I, I got invited back as well it's been a couple of expansions since I've got to do it so yeah, we're both like, we both get to do theory crafting. Like, it's so exciting. Um, So, yes, we are. You're ahead of me in the, the deck building. But, like, I've got some ideas in my brain. But I, I just haven't, you know, put them. <laughs> significantly worse at deck building. Let's be so clear. Deck building <laughs> has never been my strong suit. The average cost of, like, when I make a deck without, like, help and outside guidance, which I am getting from, like, my Discord, is... um. The average cost is about seven because I just picked the flashiest, shiniest things and these decks are not good. So I'm like, all right, I clearly need input. This is, you know, these are still going to be bad decks, but hopefully they're better than the average decks that I build. Well, flashy and shiny like this legendary. I love it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so our next legendary is the Badlands Bandits. It's a six mana spell. Get eight three two bandits with bonus effects. Any that can't fit in your hand are summoned instead. So I think this is like a twist on like what we typically see of like any that can't fit on the board go into your hand. This is interesting to me because like I would imagine you actually want your hand to be the full one. That way, like, because otherwise this is expensive. I gave this a four. I still think it's gonna be good, but it's it's a little bit confusing with that twist that it has on it. You know, it's funny. I think you and I have uh, maybe different definitions when we use the word interesting to like explain a card or a choice. <laughs> because uh -huh. I look at them and go, huh, that's interesting. It's a two. <laughs> and you gave it a four. I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Um, in all fairness, when I was like living in England, anytime I got told that's interesting, like, that was always an insult. But, like, for some reason... So, when I, where I grew up, interesting was, like, something that you wanted to be. That was, like, the goal. Uh, so, it is kind of funny how different people will use that as either good or bad. Um, so, but I, I think the, like, when you say it in the context of, like, maybe that's not great, it's kind of just, like, a polite way of saying it, right? Like, that's interesting yeah. instead of being like that's bad or like that's yeah. dumb like you're like that's interesting yes that's my take okay um so 
next up we've got our epics our first one is living horizon it is a 10 mana four six taunt divine shield cost one less for each other card in your hand i gave this a three it's good depending on like how you want to play it i don't i don't know i'm i have mixed feelings about this card yep i feel the exact same way like they it definitely sounds like they're trying to make like a hand paladin work and like i don't know if it will uh it's definitely seems odd and uh i don't i don't know like even if you have three cards in your hand this is still seven mana for a four six tauntivine shield and that still seems overpriced so like you have to have a decent size hand to get this for a decent feeling cost and that feels not great yeah all right so next up we've got a um a epic showdown two mana both players summon uh three 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 outlaws give yours rush i'm giving this a two somebody can probably use this to great effect i am not don't do well when I give my opponents things because they tend to use those to better advantage than what I got. I do not love it. Yeah, I also gave this a two and like I'm I'm not sure. I guess if you if you get to pair this with um like what's the aura that, you know, when your things attack, they get extra attack and health, right? Like if you can specifically mm-hmm. pair it with that, sure, maybe maybe it's better. Mm-hmm. Um but like that again feels very specific they're both on your side and their side the same stats so if you're trading then it's like why even do this <laughs> like i don't know it just feels very awkward yeah um all right so moving on to our rares we've got deputization aura it's a three mana spell your leftmost minion has plus three attack and lifesteal last three turns I gave this a four like this. It does not have to be the same minion every time, I believe, like so it can move effects and it just seems pretty decent. So like, uh, you know, if you put a taunt there, it's definitely going to get like hit and you get a bit of that lifesteal. I think this is good. I also gave it a four. This seems pretty solid. There's yeah a lot of things like you can use this with rush minions, with divine shield things. You can kind of. In, in a way, at least somewhat get to uh, maneuver your board so that you're kind of getting the minion that you want to have this effect. And yeah, it's just that that seems really solid. Yeah. So next up is a two mana, two one. It's High Ho Silverwing. This is Divine Shield, Death Rattle, Draw a Holy Spell. I gave this a four. This is not, this is more like a solid three. Like it's a very decent card. It is a stunningly beautiful card, though. So um, I gave it a four. Uh, I gave this one a three. I agree, though. This is really cool. Um, This is a dragon. I do like the dragons, and it it is fantastic art. Um, I like Divine Shields, especially in Paladin. And there's a decent, like, multiple of the cards right now that we're also rating highly, like the last one. And I like the next one as well, uh, our holy spells. And again, we've talked about, you know, typically drawing something very specific is pretty good. It is a death rattle and not like a battle cry or something, but still, like, seems 
seems solid. So our last rare is Lay Down the Law. It is a two-mana tradable spell. Uh, set a minion's attack and health to one. Quick draw, then deal one damage to it. I'm giving this a five because it is tradable and has that quick draw effect. This seems so good to me. Um, it's It's instantly murdering a giant minion that you've been having to deal with. And considering like... The tradable is always so good, and yeah, I'm a huge fan of this one. Yeah, I mean, if it even didn't have the quick draw effect, I would still love this card, right? Like, I also gave yeah. this a five. I am slightly tempted to make it a six, but like, I'm I'm a little yeah. reserved there. But like, I think it is that good. Like, two mana and it's tradable, and it's a holy spell. Regardless, setting a minion's attack to attack and health to make it a 1-1, fantastic. If you get the quick draw benefits, yeah, you're just killing it off instead. Like, man, that just seems so good. Uh, that's I freaking love this card. Yeah. Um, quite agree there. All right, you so know what? I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna do it. It's a six. It's a six. six. <laughs> it is so good. Uh, so moving on to our commons, we have Holy Cowboy, which is a three mana, four, three battle cry. Your next holy spell costs two less. This is just super solid. I'm giving it a three. It's definitely something that I think will be in a lot of things. It is just decent. I also like this card. I'm giving it a four. And you know what? Maybe this card kind of helps a, a little bit with uh making my decision of lay down the law a six <laughs> a little bit better because like uh hello holy cowboy makes your next holy spell two less then you just play lay down the law for no mana mm, yeah seems really good amazing uh so yeah Phenomenal. this this seems pretty great and again we've talked about like there's the aura card is holy there's other holy cards like that's that's pretty sweet and it doesn't even have to be like the same turn that you play it or anything right so like you just play this yeah. for the battle cry and then three turns later you play a holy spell and it's still discounted seems good okay so our next common is lawful long arm this is a five mana one five rush lifesteal battle cry gain plus one attack for each card in your hand this is a four this seems pretty good like Rush and Lifesteal combined together, I think are very good. It doesn't give your opponent a chance to like just clear this before you're able to potentially do something with it. Obviously, like if they're not running a minion heavy deck, then but like that's not going to be the case most of the time. I think this is really good. I'm only giving this one a two. Um, and I think part of that is because it costs five. Now, yeah, the Rush and Lifesteal together is really good and it kind of made me hover on like is this better but i think the cost really like counteracts that where you're not getting this out on like turn two or three maybe four if like you have coin or something but you know this isn't going to be like some cards that we've seen in the past where you get this down pretty early and it kind of just snowballs the game or like you know you get this down on turn two or three and then your opponent's like well i just lose now because i can't deal with this and they're just like life stealing back up it's not really going to be that case. So, and again, I don't know how much I really believe in the like hand 
paladin i don't i don't you know i don't even know if that's what we're calling it but like <laughs> i i'm not sure so for me it just feels like a two so our last card here in paladin is prismatic beam this is a seven mana spell deal three damage to all enemies cost one less for each enemy minion um this is a one because in the like the like little card extra text it says seven colors of the rainbow one for each enemy minion they only have six color beams on there and it's upsetting so oh i am gosh. unable to rank this card oh. based on um on how it will affect the game and solely need to rank it based on you said seven and yet you have six and this is sad that that is that is sad i didn't actually see the like flavor text of that yeah that's that's a bummer um it seems like okay ish i don't know like i honestly don't know if i want to rate this like a two maybe a three i'm landing on three because it says all enemies so it also does hit your opponent's face like that's yeah. the only reason that I'm giving it a three and not a two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's kind of expensive. And again, dependent on the meta, dependent on like how many thing how many things are out on the board for your opponent. Like, I guess if you want to run showdown and give your opponent three three threes, you discount prismatic beam by three, and then you deal three to everything. But like, do you really wanna play that to do that Eh. (laughs) i don't think so all right so we are going to end there with our review today we will have the rest of the review next week um so on next week's show we will have the rest of the cards plus neutral uh you can find the show dr3 on twitter at dr3hs you can email us at dr3hs at gmail.com. And you can join our Discord by going to the top pinned tweet. You can find Kat at alkaline underscore cat on Twitter and twitch.tv slash alkaline cat. Dragon Rider, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, DonnieDK. That's D A W N I E D K. You can find me on Twitch and uh, YouTube, Dragon Rider TCCG. And uh, yes, definitely check some things out this week. Uh, I'll be doing that theory crafting on Thursday. Uh, I also did just post a like gigantically huge Twitter thread uh, from a bunch of stuff from BlizzCon. So like a bunch of different photos, people I got to meet and uh, just a lot of like the different experiences and shared pictures of like the battlegrounds duos the diablo area the war or the uh hearthstone tavern area like just a whole bunch of stuff uh so check that out and then i believe also sometime on saturday the 11th i'm going to be doing a birthday stream because sunday is my birthday so (laughs) yay Yay. happy early birthday thank you thank you uh so yes definitely uh check out some streams but uh, other than that uh where can people find you you can find me on both Twitter and Twitch at Send Me Your Arms, as well as on Blizzlet and this Thursday, Theory Crafting. You've been listening to Doctor Three. 
All right, everybody, say it with me. Dragon Druid! Boom. Bye.